Hey guys, what's up? It's me, Joshua Suliruka here, your host of the Impact Podcast Show. And I want to say thank you for watching, for those that are watching on YouTube or whatever other platform that we're on. But I also want to say thank you to all those that do listen, uh, listen to our podcast through Spotify and also through uh, uh, Apple Apple Podcasts. And so, uh, yeah, before I actually introduce our uh, special guest, I want to uh, state to you guys our mission. Our mission is simple. We're always wanting to focus on the one. So the whole, the pretty much overarching point behind that is we're wanting to focus on impacting uh, one, or, you know, one person uh, to, to be exact. And the reason why I want to do that is because, you know, we're living in a society where, where, where people, or, people are drawn to just impacting millions. But what we're wanting to encourage everyone on is just, you know, just focus on impacting one focus on impacting the the people that you can control um and connect with so that's pretty much our mission i wanted to share that and make sure you guys follow us on um, instagram that's our main platform and um yeah we're gonna get straight into it but guys before i do um allow this mighty man of god uh to to speak to us i want to give you guys a uh, a bit of background story as to uh, how I got a hold of him. So uh, this man here is actually currently in France at the moment. So there's actually a, a time difference. Uh, it's currently roughly, I think it's 9.41 uh, a.m. <laughs> over there. And at the moment right now in Australia, it is uh, 5.42 p.m. <laughs> so uh, there is there is a there is a time difference. But uh, I actually connected with his brother, uh, Frank Tanginoa. Um, that's how I knew of um, Sire. He was a lot older. He's actually a lot older than me. <laughs> um, but the one th- the the one reason why I wanted to bring Sire in is because um, he's actually impacted me, and he won't know this because I haven't told him this. Um, but the things that he's doing down in France, um, you know, him and his wife, and uh, what they're doing in the church, like, is really impacted not just me, but also my partner. And so I wanted to. Uh, you know, take this time out to to really have an interview and a a mad conversation with Sire because I do believe that if he's if he's impacted me without him knowing, I truly believe that you guys are going to be impacted by this podcast episode that we've got for today. So, uh, with that being said, I want to introduce to you guys Sire Tonga Noah. <laughs> hey guys. Yeah. So, um, bro, how you going, man? Yeah, been great. Uh, thank you, Josh, for having me on. Uh, it's a pleasure and, you know, it's. Uh, I guess this is one of the, you know, uh, highlights of my 2020 because we <laughs> locked down the COVID-19. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a pleasure to be on and uh, yeah, it's great. Like you said, it's 9.43, 9.45 now here in France, but now I'm keen to get started and uh, yeah, like once again, it's it's a pleasure to be on here with you. Yeah, no, cool, man. I just want to ask quickly, hey, like, how's how's um how's everyone going over there in France in terms of the the COVID um situation? Uh the COVID situation here, because like I speak a lot with my family in Australia, um, and the COVID situation in Australia and France is, I, I think, it's pretty different. Uh, in France, we're only limited to about an hour outside. Ooh. And uh, and before you go outside, you need to fill out a form. Oh, true. So we, yeah, we kind of said, so not only are we like locked inside, uh, you know, it costs us money to go and buy paper to print these papers. No out. way. So, so we can sign it and to, to go outside, like whether to go out to do some sport, uh, go to do the shopping, go to visit your family, friends, um, go anywhere. So we have to fill it out, take ID with us, and it's yeah, it's pretty full on here, man. Wow, <laughs> wow, 
But yeah, honestly, I thought so I, I thought I thought it was just the same, man. <laughs> no, it's not. Nah. I mean, I see everyone in Australia. They're still kind of working. Uh, on in France, it's uh, yeah, not many people is working. So the you know, economic situation in society is pretty different. Everyone is locked up, and yeah, man, it's it's uh, it's been it's been for for us, like for myself and my wife. My wife is a midwife. Yep. So uh, for her, it's been you know the same. She's still working. Because uh, she has to, you know, babies are coming every day. <laughs> Especially in these times, eh? So, yeah, especially <laughs> these times. So, uh, B, you know, maybe you can have me on in the next nine months. I'll have a little one. <laughs> um, oh, man. But, but, yeah, so for her, she's still working. She's still grinding away. So, you know, I take my hat off to her every every time she walks out the door to go to work. You know, the situation, how he is and... For for me, you know, the surprising thing is, you know, when when the news came on and and, and you know our president came on and he, he announced the news of you know the lockdown and the situation. Yeah. Uh, straight away, the first thing a lot of people did was to react in fear. Mm. So that's something you know I take my my hat off to my wife, you know, especially working in the hospital and where you know it's easier. They say it's easier where you can you know get you know, get, uh, you know, get infected. I take my hat off to her because her faith has been strong and she's been a warrior in there. Um, and, and yeah, that's about it. Like for the COVID-19, it's pretty tricky and very, very different to what it's like in Australia. Yeah, no, legit, man. Cause like I, I, bro, I have like, and I'm so grateful, man. Like I get the honest to go outside <laughs> and like, you know, get an oh. exercise going. Whereas, like over there, bro, you've got bloody papers to sign. Yeah, papers <laughs> to sign. Like we haven't, I haven't seen anyone besides just myself and my wife and the kebab store down the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, true. Um, ah, true, man. Yeah, it's been, it's been pretty cruisy. Yeah, no, true, man. Well, before we start, man, I want to try and, um, you know, I know that people may know you um, that are listening, but. I want to try and reach out to those that don't know you. So, could you kind of share to to um, the the people that are listening and to myself, um, you know, just a bit about who you are? Uh, well, like you said, my name is Saya Tanginoa. Uh, my full name is Seal Saya. Um, I'm named after my dad. <laughs> <laughs> typical, bro. Typical Tongan, eh? Well, typical Tongan. <laughs> it's not enough names out there. Just give me my <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm a junior. Um, but I never liked calling. I mean, I was always called Lekka when I was growing up for my, you know, for my family. Yep. Um, which other me? Which means in English, junior. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm, sorry, I'm 27 now. Uh, born and raised in Sydney, Australia. Uh, Auburn, to be exact. Eight <laughs> um, And yeah, I'm one of six. I'm the middle child. Uh, grew up uh, in Mount, in Mount Jewett. Uh, really Hill. Went to school there in um, Colleton. Also in Bethel Christian Academy. Um, and then yeah, we moved into the to more of the inner west, you know, Fairfield yep. area. Stayed there pretty much. Did school at Guildford. And uh, yeah, been. Uh, I guess uh, our childhood, we we moved a lot. You know, like everyone, like I said, everyone has a story. Yeah. And this is, 
not going to go too much in depth of you know what we went through, but just uh, I could see like right now I can see the hand of God that how He has guided us and even for me to be here, yeah. how He's guided how He's guided my parents to be strong, to stay together, to stick together, no matter the ups and downs, and. So I'm grateful. I'm always going to be grateful to my parents, and uh, you know, we never usually we never grew up in you know flashy, having flashy things or yeah. you know shopping always. Um, but you know, I'm 27 now, so I, I made it. <laughs> I made it this far, so I got to be grateful for them. Uh, and yeah, we, we, I grew up in a rugby household. My, my dad played rugby just for the local, uh, local. He at the time he was living in Hornsby. But uh, yeah, my dad always had the dreams and aspirations for us, you know, reaching the top. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's I'm one of four boys. So all the boys, you know, all all my brothers, they came up. My older brother came in. He was playing rugby. Uh, I, I I was brought up playing rugby. Uh, my two youngest brothers were brought up playing rugby. Uh, so we, you know, brought up in that environment. Of you know being competitive, especially at home, you know first oh, yeah. gets <laughs> first out to the kitchen gets all the food. <laughs> <laughs> Last one miss out. <laughs> Rest of the week. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, that, that's pretty much it. We, like we, we always lived with family, so I'm like I'm a family man. Yo, uh, um, I always live with my cousins. I always live with you know. I always been in the house since until I got married, uh, and that was 25. So. Yeah, so that, that's pretty much it for for me in a, in a nutshell. Yeah, true, man. No, but I appreciate you sharing, man. And um, yeah, I've like, man, just just by listening, to that man, I feel like we've got a lot. Like, we can we can explore a lot today, man, or tonight for me, <laughs> but for you, it will be today. Um, yeah, just on uh, you know, just on your walk, Barry. Like to see where you are now, like. <clears throat> I never thought that you'd you'd leave um, Australia and come all the way or go all the way down to to France, man. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like it's a. I never ever dreamed, you know, when you when you're young, you know, when you're young, you're you're and you're in the primary school. They always ask you, "What do you want to be?" Many people say policeman, firefighter. Um, at the time, I, I, I couldn't answer the question. Yeah. You know, they, they ask you, you're, you're either you're 10 or 9 years old. They ask you that, that kind of question, and I, I never knew. I never knew that I'll end up in France. I never like, I never knew anything outside of Australia. So, like, the journey, you know, having faith or believing in God or, you know, if, if people that don't believe, Everyone believes in something. Yeah. You, know, you either believe in your parents, you believe in yourself, or you believe in, you know, higher power. Like uh, for, for us, I believe that, you know, God has a plan for us. He has a destiny and it's our job to fulfill it. But to yeah. discover it and learn the lessons through life in order for us to be strong enough to actually actually make it, you know? Yeah. So, you know, I, I guess this period in my life, you know, living here in France is... Is another, you know, another one of those learning curves that I have yeah. to go through to to reach the destiny that God has created me to live. Yeah. Without this experience, there won't be the, you know, the end story. Mm. Without the, you know, being brought up in Australia with parents that, you know, were were, you know, migrants. They came. My dad was born and raised in Tonga. 
in a little village, Tumua, Hapai. And then my mom was born in, in New Zealand, in Minamo. And then they came and migrated into Australia. And I guess I'm grateful for that, you know, without speaking the language like uh, and understanding English, it's pretty tough to actually have a, have a good education and to be knowledgeable, you know what I mean? So I guess, you know, uh, like journey of faith, we always, you know, many islanders, I, I believe, are brought up with an understanding, you know, based mm. understanding that God exists. Yeah. And then as you grow, many people, you know, as you grow up, we start to explore, especially those islanders that are living in, you know, more fortunate opportunities. Mm-hmm. Start to explore and start one other go one way or the other go continue walking the faith route. Yeah. But I, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, I've been holy <laughs> since I came <laughs> No way, bro. No way, man. <laughs> you gotta be realistic, you know. hundred percent, man. I, I think very like you bro, you're spot on with that man. Like I think uh you know, like, yeah, like you can go either one way or the other. Um, you know, you can go, you know, you, you can continue on your faith or you can just feel like you're already set and you can feel complacent and you can be like, you know yeah. what, I don't, I don't need to do the, like, uh, I don't need to do, I don't need to listen to the sermon. It's like, I'm all good. Like, I've made it. And um, you know yeah, what's yeah. crazy, man? Like, I was just, like, I had a previous podcast recently and, like, I had this thought. I was like, bro, like, it's like in rugby league, right? And, like, you, like, you can, you can probably vouch for this too, like, it's like once you once you make it to the top, once you make it to the NRL, it's like it's like you either continue doing what you're doing uh, onto mm. like you know like you continue doing your habits, continue doing like you know working hard in the gym and you know doing extra fitness, or you can just say you know what I've made it, I don't have to do it, and I feel like that's yeah, a mindset yeah. thing, eh? Hundred percent, it's a mindset thing, and I guess that uh, um, you know growing up like playing rugby, I was. I was I was good, you know. I was I, I was good, and that's nothing to boast about. I was just you know, thank God that He gave me the ability to play rugby league, or to play to play rugby or, or be sportive. Um, and you know, when you have that competitive mindset, like competitiveness is a mindset. It's not a you know, it's not an attribute that you, it's not an attribute that you're born with. Yeah. You know, you got to work. You got to work with it. You mm-hmm. got to work with it. So I believe, you know, some, like, you know, that saying that, you know, uh, talent doesn't get you all the way, mm-hmm. but hard work and dedication. Yes. So I guess, you know, and like, like you said, you brought up habits, mm. you know, habits, you know, habits, habits are intentional. The habits doesn't just come. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When mm-hmm. you, when you, when, said so for example, when you're a baby, you come in, your mom feeds you. Yo. Gives you milk, so she's training you that you need nutrients from the outside in order for you to grow. Yeah. When you grow up as a young person, this habit your mother gives it to you, and some people still, when they grow up, they still rely on this habit to always go to mom and dad. Yes. Without discovering for themselves what they have inside. Yeah. And and this can be this can be you know it can be dangerous. You can be stuck in your own prison. You know, and, and they blame society for not giving them what they should be going out for. Yeah. And that, that all comes from, from building habits. 
Yeah. Thanking, you know, that's why that's why one, number one for me is, of course, your faith in Jesus Christ, your faith Amen. in God. Number yep. two is always respect your parents because they give you habits. And then number three is develop your own. Yeah. Go out there, that, discover man. the world, especially if you're living in Australia, Sydney, Australia, with a nation and country, society so fortunate as it is. Um, you know, be wise to, to go out there and discover, but don't get lost yeah. in the discovery. Yeah, I, I think many people get lost yeah. in the discovery. And then they ask themselves, how did I get here? And they blame God. Yeah. They blame God for getting lost. Yeah, when wow. they are the ones that they didn't build the habits, they didn't mm. build the, you know, the mindset, the discipline to be successful while yeah. building the habits. They just go out wondering, like, uh, I don't know if you watch Finding Nemo. <laughs> Funny Nemo, Nemo, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nemo. He's arrogant, you know. He's arrogant, but he's curious, curious mm. young fish. He he goes out there and he goes out there without being building the habit to survive. Yeah. And then what does he do? He gets snatched up and taken away. Mm. That's why I believe, you know, especially us Islanders, you know, some of us are gullible. Oh yeah. Some <laughs> of us. So um, and 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 I'm not trying to do this to. I'm not trying to do this to to put anyone down. Yep. And I'm speaking from experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I didn't build any habits, and therefore I went through situations that were unnecessary. Yeah. I didn't build a mindset, mm. and therefore I went through things that were unnecessary. Yeah. So that's so building, you know, and it's, and they say that it takes up to three months to 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 get rid of one, and three months to build another one. Mm-hmm. So it takes time. Yeah. But that's just, you know, I went handy over there. <laughs> <laughs> all good, bro. Not all good, man. <laughs> no, it's good, man. Like, I love how you spoke about, you know, habits and even about, um, you know, about, you know, mothers, you know, having babies and then, you know, training them and stuff. And it was funny, I was doing a... Um, I was doing a, a study with um, the boys for our connect group, right? And uh, we're looking at, you know, th- like seven questions that rattles uh, within the minds of most men. And it was just, it's just a Bible study on um, on the version Bible app. And so we're doing that and I was, I was um, we're doing the first question, which was, uh, where am I? Like, that's the first question that a lot of men or most men in the world ask themselves is, like, where am I? Um, you know, where yeah. am I? Uh, what am I doing? And and so as you were exploring, it's like we had there was like five certain stages that we have in our lives, and uh, it was crazy to yep. see um, you know some of the boys feel like they're in a like you know in um, I forgot what the five stages were, but they they felt like they were in like the third stage when really I'm looking at them like bro you're probably in the second, <laughs> it's like you <laughs> you still haven't you know you still haven't allowed. You know, you still haven't allowed the um, like you haven't let go of your parents yet. Like you haven't actually, yeah, fully, yeah like you haven't fully taken responsibility for what you got to do. And so, um, yeah, yeah. you know, I learned from that. I'm like, bro, I feel like there's a lot of people out there that just don't know. Like they yeah, just yeah. don't know. Like they've been living a life full of a lie. Like they've been living a a, a life that has been uh, a, delusion. Has, yeah, yeah, delusion. Yeah, yeah. That's probably a better word to say. Like delusion. They've been delusion to feel like to not just to feel but to think. That what they're doing is like the right thing, um, and so yeah, man. Like I, I don't know, I, I really resonated with, with what you mentioned about that, yeah. about the parenting. And it's not like like once again, I'm passionate about our people, and I want to see our people succeed. Especially you know when I was in Australia, 
you know, like a, like a me. I lived in lived in home for twenty five years before I yep. moved out. Yep. I lived at home, so like I was brought up in this mindset. But when when I when I left, I guess it was a great eye opening, eye opener. Um, you know, it was a perspective change. Yeah. To see, you know, where I was and where I could be, or where I should be as a twenty-five-year-old. You know, I'm so yeah. behind. Like when I looked at it, I was so behind. <laughs> True. Okay, I came over to this side of the world, and you see people already moving out at sixteen, seventeen years old. Yeah. Now I'm not saying to go out and move out. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. I'm yeah. To, all I'm saying is to over here, they learn to create habits. They learn to be responsible. Mm. They learn to build discipline. You know, yeah. and I'm not saying, you know, French people is better than, you know, Islanders or mm. Australians. All I'm saying is that there's a, there's a community, there's a culture here that, you know, when, you, when you're 17, when you finish school, boom, you're out, you go develop yourself. Like I said, my, like uh, my wife, I'm, I'm grateful that she was developing herself in, the, in you know, in, in church in as faith. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, yeah, as well as, you know, getting education and doing the things that she was doing before I met her. Um, so that, for, for me, it's key, you know, to, like you said, to really identify. And I guess this is the good thing about COVID-19. Mm-hmm. You're at home, examine yourself. You know, examine yourself, look at your life, reflect. Uh, you know, you can make adjustments. You, you can either you can see if your your life is going forward, or you can see if your life is you know on a standstill. And a challenge, you know, I want to challenge you know the listeners out there yep. to really examine yourself and be honest. A lot of mm. people are not honest with themselves. Yeah. And then blame everyone else for how come you're judging me? <laughs> are you you're not, you're not honest with yourself? So why honest with you? <laughs> you're on point, bro. <laughs> You know what I mean? No, I mean, I'll get you, bro. That's the yeah. hardest thing. The Bible says to, you know, before you look before you look or try to take, you know, the log at someone else's eye, look at the speck in your own eye. 100%, bro. And and uh, I know, I know, you know. <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to see yourself fail. Mm. That's mm-hmm. why people don't want to don't want to be honest because if they're failing, they don't want to say, "Oh, I'm failing and I'm wrong." They don't want to say that. Bro, it takes great humility, a, eh? It, it takes humility. 100%, percent It takes humility, man. And, and you know, humility can take you places. Yeah. Not, not literally, just touching Bro, 100%, bro. 100%, man. Like what? Like when I think about Jesus Christ, I think humility. Bro. The Bible says that he humbled himself mm-hmm. and he drew the cross. Yeah. That means it took humility to fulfill his purpose. Mm-hmm. That means for us, if, if Jesus Christ is going to be your example, I'm not forcing anything here. I'm just mm. saying, if Jesus Christ is going to be your example, then that means that humility is your way to success. Yeah. Because Jesus Christ, he rose from the dead. He didn't stay in the grave. <laughs> yeah. So that means humility will put you down. That means people yeah. are going to put you down for being humble. Mm-hmm. But also... God is going to lift you up for being humble. Yeah. The Bible says that God resists the proud, but gives more grace Great to the humble. humble. Amen. Amen. Oh, let's continue. I know, legit. 
Right. All right. Don't worry, man. I had Bob versus my head. I was going to say, but that's all right. We'll, we'll continue on into the program, man. <laughs> nah, it's all good, man. It's all good. But hey, you know what? We'll probably leave that to the end. Um, I want to I wanna talk about your story, man. I feel like, yeah. you know, one, one thing I've been, um, you know, really pondering on this week, especially in my own self-growth is uh, how important stories are. Um, into people's lives you know 100%. i i heard it from tim grover i was listening to a podcast and he was like facts tells but story sells and mm. and i was thinking about that i'm like bro that is so true you think about jesus right it was his mm. story like itself right like you can go by the facts and say yeah jesus died on the cross but it's the story it's the story mm. that that he has created that draws people to christ and even that for me like there's a story that i have that i get to share to other people that draws them to me and so i feel like you have a story bro i feel like there's there's some sort of story that you have that can really encourage people and so yeah man my question to you is um uh yeah what's your what's your story man like what's what's your story in terms of um how you became the man that you are now well for for me uh i always looked up to my older brother when i was young yep and and everyone you know when they grow up they always you know, see a person and then visualize their life, their life, you know, to be a role model. Yeah. Have a role model. So I looked at my older brother and then I saw, you know, he went through things that stopped me to to think and to reflect and to think, do I want to go through that mm. same route mm. <laughs> or not? So I guess that's, that's why, you know, I thank God for, for allowing my, my older brother to go through <laughs> certain things so I didn't Very legit. To, no, legit, bro. I fully second that, man, because like I'm, I'm the second eldest, right? Like I'm yeah, the second yeah. eldest in my family, and I've got an older brother. And um, I always tell him this, hey, like as much as like, like, cause you know when I was growing up with him, like we'd always like compete. Like I'd always compete yeah, with yeah. him, and like I'd, I'd always hear like, yeah, I'm gonna beat you, which I did at some <laughs> cases, um, but at other cases he beat me, right? But like mm. as I started to like as I started to grow up, I started to realize I'm like, you know what? I've actually got to be thankful for him because. Like, yeah. I realized that all the mistakes that he had made, I made up for it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And, and so I fully, I fully second you, man, when you talk about that. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I'm thankful uh, that I'm not the eldest because I don't have that much of a responsibility. Uh, yeah. I, I, still, I, still, I, I still do have responsibilities. But for, like, to be the eldest in the family, like, you've got so mm. much to carry. Um, you know, mm. you're the firstborn. And, uh, yeah, like I, honor my, <laughs> like, I honor my brother now. Um, you know, more than when I was doing it back when I was in high school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, man. So like, I fully, I fully, um, yeah, I fully second to what you say, man. Yeah, but hundred percent. My brother was—he's five years older than me. Yep. So we had that big gap. Um, and so he went through, you know, certain experiences that stopped me from going through because I was like, oh, it's not worth it. Yeah. Look at the pain he. You look at the pain he gives. It provides for my parents. And especially for us, uh, as a young man, like I was uh, at that time with my, when my brother went through the such experience, I was like, "Oh, who, who am I going to look up to? Yeah. Like, uh, who's who's that man that's going to step up?" And then you know, I looked at looked to my dad. Yeah, he led us to the you know, he led us to the. I, I really think that it was God, God's plan. Like Yo. honest. Yo, like nah, Drake, bro. Drake, shout out to Drake. It's God's plan. God's plan, bro. <laughs> because uh, my brother was going through the juvenile system. Yep. And then the, the the pastor that we have now in Sydney, 
he looked, he was working in Parramatta Courthouse and yep. he saw my last name. And then True. he said, I know someone from my village in Tonga with this last name. So he came to our house and he invited us to church. Wow. And then he said, I saw your son's name. You, you can come to church if you, you, you know, if you feel like, you know, you're struggling and stuff, come down. And we went down and our lives has never been the same since. Wow. Wow. So, and at that time, I'm 14 years old. My brother goes to prison. <clears throat> oh, my brother is, he's, you know, he's, he's lost in the world. Um, so I look, I look to my, my, my dad and I follow him. Yeah. And he goes, he takes us to church. And then after the first service, he said, this is the place for us. And I didn't understand. So I'm just here. Just because you're 14, bro. So, yeah, I'm 14. I'm like, just give me money. Give me, <laughs> give me, give me, me food. And then the bro. Oh, man. And then, yeah. So then when I was 15, I keep looking. I just keep looking at my dad and the transformation that God did in my dad's life. I saw that and I'm like, man, that's, that's what I want. Oh, come on, man. I want to have a story that will change people's lives. I want to have a story that will change people's perspective. I want to have a story that builds people's faith. I want to have a story that can change me for someone that was nothing mm. and make me someone that's something. Yeah, come on, man. So then I followed that example. And uh, at 15 years old, I gave my life to Jesus Christ. Oh, come on, bro. Come on. And then uh, I started, you know, I started doing, you know, being the older brother. My, my, my older brother, you know, he, like I said, he went to prison when I was, I forgot what age I was. I think I was 17, 18. Yep. I went to, oh, he went to prison when he was 18. So mm. straight away, when he was, uh, you know, when he was the legal age, he was thrown in there for five years. Yep. Um, but he's all right with me talking about it now because, you know, without that experience, I wouldn't be the man that I am. Oh, 100%, bro, 100%. So then, so then, yeah, so I give my life to Christ, but I still, like I said, Many people go through this phase, you know, without growing in understanding, growing in knowledge. So I went through many, many years. Oh. Many years. And, and the one thing that held me back, you know, from, from really taking off when I first gave my life to Christ was being double-minded. Oh. Bro. And, yeah. Bro. <laughs> and double-minded in, wow. double-minded with faith, mm. double-minded because uh, if you're down minded, it's not even faith. Because mm. faith is, you know, is a substance of things not seen. Yes. Evidence. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's so, something hoped for, the evidence of things so, unseen. Yeah. So yeah. it's not. It's I believe, but I don't because I'm double minded. Yeah. I was double minded in relationships. I was double minded in school. I was terrible in school. Like mm. the kid, the teacher started to kick me out, but I was good at sports, so the teacher kept me in. <laughs> <to school>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, was that period? Yeah, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. True, true. You went to that school as well, no? Nah, nah. But I, nah. I remember, I remember your head, bro. And plus, I knew, I knew Frank. <laughs> I knew Frank. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, true, yeah, yeah. Brother. Yeah, your 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 younger brother. So um, yeah, I knew that you guys went there, and um, bro, even that, hey, like, you end up playing reps and stuff, like for the school yeah, and that. So yeah. I ended up playing um, like for when I was fifteen, play Harold Matthews for. Rabbitohs and Bulldogs, mm. and we won the comp with the doggies. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I went for a surgery. Yep. I had a, a shoulder reconstruction, so that took me out for the year. Yep. When I was seventeen, and then when I was eighteen, I just stuck with rugby. Um, 
and uh and I made the Australian schoolboys. Yo. We, we played that. And then after that I came into the twenty system with the Rebels. Yeah. And the two years there. And then uh that's this this is uh, this is I guess we can mix it with the rugby. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So like I said before, like everyone has a dream when they're mm. a kid to be, you know, something and I always wanted to be a rugby league player. Yep. And I, and I took this passion all the way up, you know, into a, you know, found faith. Went through, you know, a patch. And then uh, you know, still trying to find my feet and trying to fulfill, you know, my dream of playing being rugby league star. Yeah. <laughs> so you go through the systems. I played 20s after 20s uh, I, I didn't get a full uh, NRL contract but I was still yep. pursuing I was playing with Wentworthville I played with Blacktown uh, so I played with many many teams jumping around trying to get an opportunity and then um, I think when I was when I was 25 through the years jumping around playing rugby league and rugby union um, my old coach he comes up to me and said what are you doing with your you know with your rugby and I said no. yeah Um, I'm like oh nothing I'm trying to you know just even play this world cup yeah it was pretty difficult and then uh, he's like oh would you go overseas and I say yeah bro <laughs> and I, I thought he was joking so I was like yeah just chuck me out there sent the sent the highlights and then and then yeah so I came on I came to France on the rugby rugby league contract yep so I came here to play in the south Uh, in a town called Avignon. Yeah. So that's how I got, that's how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, man, I was thinking, I'm like, bro, this guy has a story and there's there, there has to be some sort of like crazy, uh, I wouldn't say like a crazy decision that he made, but something must have happened mm. for him to get there. Like, I didn't feel like he just said, you know what, I'm just going to go to France because, you know, yeah. I just feel like going to France. Like, there's always a reason and I felt like yeah, it yeah. was on the footy side because like, Uh, back when I was following you a bit, like you were, um, yeah, you mentioned that you were going to France and that you were playing in France at the time. Mm. Um, I don't know how long it was, but I just remember like, you know, seeing that. And so, um, yeah, man, that's crazy, bro. It's crazy how that happened. Like I said, it's good for us, for me and my wife, because at that time I was with, I was with uh, at that time, my girlfriend. Oh, true. So we were planning, how, how can we, we were planning to move to Australia, both of us. Yep. Oh, to to move to France, but in France, of course, there's a language barrier. Yeah. So so we're praying. How uh, how can we make this happen? How how can we make? And then the, the coach called and said, "Would you like to play in France?" <laughs> True. And then and then and then it's like, uh, and I, I didn't even know the league existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, uh, yeah. So he's like, "Yeah, would you like to?" And then. Oh, within a week, we've said we've given you know asked me the question, we've given me the contract. I mean, uh, sending my highlights. He sent me the contract. So then you I was it. like, yeah. And then I was like, uh, like at this time when I'm twenty, twenty four, you know, when you come out of this twenty system, it's pretty difficult. Without an NRL contract, yeah, you know they they. The average contracts they give out from a 20s squad uh, is three mm. from a squad of 25. So, yeah. you know, I wasn't fortunate enough, but if I did get selected there, I wouldn't be here. Yeah, well. 
Hundred percent, man. So, that, so it's not that I'm saying, you know, like or like, you know, some some things just turn out for your good. That's yeah, just yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Romans, come on, bro. Come on, let's go. <laughs> so, so yeah, I guess, you know, when the, as a young person, you know, if you're young, listening to us right now, and you, you know, you're trying to choose. Should I go to faith? Uh, should I stick with faith, or should I just stick with what my friends are saying? You know, stick with the world. I encourage you to don't have one foot in faith and one foot in the world because you'll mm. be broken. Yeah, hundred percent. You'll be ripped in two. Yeah. You can't have one foot here, one foot there. Mm-hmm. You'll be confused. Yep. You won't make it anyway because you have one foot here, one foot there. You're double-minded, like I was. Yeah. yeah. And therefore, when you're double-minded, you don't know who to listen to. You don't mm. know what God's voice sounds like. And so, and therefore, you just listen, you know, you just listen to the outside noise. Yeah. And therefore, like I said before, you go through unnecessary things. Yeah. So I guess that's like, you know, that's how I got here. Yeah. To, to, to where I am in France. That's crazy, man. Yeah, because like, yeah, man, I was just curious, bro. I was curious. I'm like, bro, how did this guy go from Sydney, Australia, <laughs> and just suddenly fly to france and then get married yeah. yeah i was like how the heck and so yeah bro actually i actually want to talk about that right now actually um if you don't mind um bro so you're, you're married with um with uh, miriam that, that's your yeah. wife um yeah. could you kind of share a bit of like how you guys met because I, just by from what i'm hearing like you guys were already together beforehand yeah for yeah for us, true we were already together um uh, before we, before I moved here. Yeah, before we moved there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we went, we we met in uh, 2015 at a church camp in South Africa. Oh, true. Yeah, bro. <laughs> and what places? So, yeah, at all places. So you know, if any young man out there, find a woman in church, not in the world. <laughs> and if you're a woman, find a man. Find a man in the church. <laughs> True. So yeah, we we met there. We did the distance. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and then, like I said, we did the distance. Not straight away, you know. We just we just talked for a bit. Yep. It was nothing too rushed. He came over. We we met. Um, you know, we did the date. Mm-hmm. Went through a few dates, and then you know, through uh, just did couple going back and forth. Yeah. Meeting the family, um, and then you know when we started to get serious, that's when we made the request and prayed mm. that yeah. you know if it's going to be in France to do the life together, or is it got, is it going to be in Sydney? And then that's when we got the the, the answer to our prayer, yeah, well. the rugby contract. And then even coming here and staying in France, uh, like I said, it's really opened up. My, my like my perspective to life and ministry. Yeah, you know, like, uh, like I I put a video on Instagram. You know, when you step out of your comfort zone, many people's gonna start judging you. Hundred percent, bro. Many people will try to hold you in the prison of normality, when God mm. has greater things for your life. Yeah, man. So so don't don't be don't be phased when people are coming out talking about you. Don't be phased when people are coming out and be like, hey, I know your path. I know where you've been, but it doesn't matter because God knows where you're going. Yeah, man, hundred percent. So, like, even being here, my, my, like, when God 
caused Abraham to have faith. He told him to step out of his comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So I guess coming to France is it's forcing me to step out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Playing rugby league and being away from my family. Like I said, I'm a family man, so I love being around my family. But yeah. even sometimes you got to leave some things that you know dear to your heart to be the man that you got to be. Yeah. So, so I guess you know some people look at Francis, you know, or like maybe listen to the story and say, oh, like Francis, like a getaway, get mm-hmm. out of jail card. Or <laughs> <laughs> it, it's not for for me. It's been a perspective change. Yeah. A shifting in my life that was necessary to to, you know, to mold myself mm. to be the man that God wants me to be. Yeah. Being here, stepping out in ministry, uh, and I'm doing things. I'm, you know, I'm learning things that I've never learned before in my life. Mm. Only because I stepped out of the comfort zone. Yeah, that's crazy, man. You know what's crazy, man? I'll add on to that, bro. Uh, I said this. Um, I said this. I, I usually say this a lot to a lot of people. Like, um, people, people don't really understand uh, how diamonds are formed. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so like people that. don't realize it, right? People don't realize that diamonds are only formed through applied pressure. Yeah. Right. Same as the wine press, right? You got a wine press, you yeah. got wine. It's like yeah. wine's only able to like come out like from a grape through the wine press. So there has to be some sort of pressure. And I say this a lot to a lot of people, very like, uh, if you if you don't allow yourself to, like, it's different. There's a big difference between like you know feeling pressured to do something. Uh, as opposed to being under pressure and being able to manage it. Uh, mm. I feel like for you, bro, I can see in your life right now, like you've managed it well. <laughs> like yeah. you've managed it well enough for you to be at the position that you are now, especially, you know, you know, speaking on, on stage, uh, on the pulpit, uh, to, you know, you know, being married in, in France too, living in, in France too. And I look mm. at them like, man, imagine if you didn't take that leap of faith. Or like, imagine yeah. if you didn't take that faith at all to to, to say, you know what, I've got to let go of my family. Um, and I got to start my own journey, and so mm. um, yeah, man. I wanted to kind of like yeah, just reiterate on just like you know icing on the cake on that because yeah, man. Yeah. I feel that um, you know if you want to be if you want to see the real value behind yourself, um, get out of your comfort zone. That's like, it. 100%. Really get out of your comfort zone because if you're not, then let's say like you're not going to be as precious as you think you are. Yeah. <laughs> or that you, or even 100%. that, or even that, or even that, like just even being. Um, you know, you're not going to be as precious to what you were called to be. Mm. You know, yeah, yeah. So I just want to touch base on that. <laughs> it's it's like a, one one quote. You know, one because there's always there's always something in your mind that you you carry. Yeah. You know, you either be a quote, a, a verse, something that your mom said. You're always going to carry words because words is what build your personality. Words is what build your character. Yeah. So for, for me, one thing that is very important is to be careful of the words that you hear. Oh, man. When you're growing up, because, you know, you see someone that's maybe 30 or something, or maybe my age, the way they act is because of the words that they listened to when they mm. were younger. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. So I, I chose, you know, the way that, like, where I am today, mentally, physically, spiritually, is because of the tr- the words that I chose to listen to. Yeah. And and for me, you know, you you always, you know, because when you go through trials and tribulations, the only thing that will, that you have is the words. Yeah. The words that you listen to, either it be from other people or you know the prayers that you prayed, mm. or that you said to yourself, 
early words is gonna is gonna be your comforting. Yeah, the times, wow. you know what I mean. Not not friends. Yeah. I'm not saying friends is not good. Like I have I have plenty of friends. I know a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. But 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 you you know yourself when you've been hit. Mm. So so when you've been hit, the comforter of when you you're going through the trials and tribulations is the yeah. words that you've kept inside. Come on, man. Come on. So me, I've been hit many times in my life, but one quote that has always stuck by me is a, a book I wrote. I mean, a book I read from Dr. Mars Monroe on purpose. Ooh, he said yo. that he said that your existence is evidence that this generation needs something that your life contains. Oh, come on, man. So this quote for me has always been, no matter if I made a mistake, it's always been in my heart. It's always mm-hmm. been in my spirit. Come on, that, bro. Don't worry. This existence, you know, your existence is evidence that this generation is something that your life contains. So I was always conscious that I had something to give. Yeah. And, and, and people, you know, they always measure themselves with other people. Mm. They, they, they're, they're not walking their own path. They're looking to the side. And then, you know, in athletics, when you go out of your lane, you get, you get disqualified. Yeah. And it's the same thing with mm-hmm. God. When God gives you a purpose, he wants you to stay in your lane. Because yeah, when on. you walk out of your lane, you get disqualified. Yeah. And people say, how come God's disqualifying me? Because you're not staying in your lane, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, you know, all, all it's true, man. Is, it's true. You can, you can only stay focused. And that the focus only comes with the words that you choose to listen to. That's why yeah, God gave us on. a Bible with yeah. 66 verses, uh, 66 books. Yeah. He gave us the Bible so we can always, the Bible says that when you look into the mirror, so the mm. word of God is a mirror. Mm-hmm. So when you look in, that's why I love the word of God. Because when I look into it, the word of God tells me like that you are, you know, you are precious, you are loved. Yeah. You know, he kept saying this. So, no matter what other people say from the outside, when I look into the Bible, he says that you're precious, you are loved, you are valuable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this, when I listen to these words, it will keep me on course no matter where I am in the world, in Australia or in France. Yeah. In your life, God will take you places if you are willing to be yielded, mm. to be yeah. submitted. Yeah. To only, to only one word, to only one mm-hmm. voice. You know, you know in, the, in the Garden of Eden, yep. God spoke to Adam, don't eat the fruit. <laughs> and then and then the serpent comes and tells Adam he just doesn't want you he, so he gives another word he just mm. doesn't want you to eat the fruit because you're going to be like him this is a great example we say it's been from the beginning this is not yeah, new man. Yeah. That, only, that you should only listen to one voice yeah be yielded be submitted to one voice and I promise you I guarantee you that you 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 know enjoy life more <laughs> yeah 100% bro but the, like I said the more you grow the more challenges you will face yeah, oh, because you can't grow. Hundred percent, bro. Hundred percent, bro. It's so true, man. People think, bro. People think that, bro. The mm. higher you go, the easier it gets, bro. No, that is a complete lie. All right, that is yeah, that is you're lie. delusional. That's a lie, bro. Whoever said that, bro? Like, honestly, I don't lie. know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they were doing there, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, it's, oh, it's a lie, man. I mean, the more you grow spiritually, the more. You know, the more you grow personally, the more you step out, there's more challenges. Mm. You know, without these challenges, you will never be the person that God created you to be. Yeah. So, so for just for me, you know, from, from my perspective, my journey, yep. I've, I've, I grew up, you know, in, in a culture of Islander background. 
and I love it. You know, being family orientated. Yeah. And then being forced, you know, ju- to jump out, jump out of my comfort zone, and learning. You know, because like I said, I was double-minded in my yep. journey, and it caused me to make mistakes. Yeah. But I've learned from that. I learned that it wasn't the mistakes. It was God was trying to get this double-minded to be one-minded. Hmm. Because you, you can't yeah. make it when you're double-minded. Yeah. So I guess, I guess, you know, out of all these things I said, if there's yeah. one thing that you will take out, don't be double-minded. Yeah, don't be double-minded. <laughs> but I got that shit away from the start, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know so, what, yeah. man? Like, it's so true, bro. It's so true what you say in terms of, you know, being double-minded. It's like... It's like uh, you know, you like you ha- like you only have two hands, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you only have two. Wait, you only have two hands, okay? And it's like, you know, if you're if you're carrying, you know, one thing, and oh, let's say for example you're having shopping, right? Mm, <laughs> you have all yeah, these yeah. baggages, right? Like you've you know you've bought all your shopping, and you're carrying it, and you're like, you know what? Like I need more hands. It's like maybe you don't need more hands. You probably just need <laughs> to learn how to how to manage to carry it, right? It's like you've only yeah, got two hands, right? Or you, or if you want, you can give it to other people. You know, like you can allow, you know, ask for help from other people. But more importantly, I always think about like, bro, you've only got two hands to hold, right? And it's yeah. like if you're holding your shopping, and with the other hand you're holding the shopping, and it's like, all right, sweet. So, what do you do now? Like you've got you've got these left. What are you gonna do now in this space? It's like, oh, you gotta figure out. Maybe you need like you need to carry less. And you know yeah. what? I feel like I feel like someone's gonna be encouraged by this message. Because maybe they're carrying things, right? They're probably carrying things. They've got, I don't know, they've got, um, you know, they walk here, you know, their faith uh, in one hand. And then in the other hand, they're like, oh, but I want to be, I don't know, a TikTok, a TikTok fan <laughs> or, or a TikTok, you know, doing all these dances, like, which is okay, right? But then then again, it's like, oh, which one are you going to choose, you know? Like, mm. uh, or if you've got someone out there that are wanting to, you know, they've got their faith in one hand. And then in the other hand, they've got... Um, you know, living in, in sin or living in lust. Mm. Um, mm. And so it's like, oh, I'm, I'm, and then, bro, it's funny. I was having a talk with one of my mates just like before this call. And, um, you know, he actually, he actually thought that it was okay to do both. He thought, you know what? It's all right. I can live in sin, but it's all right. I got God. I'm like, oh, bro. <laughs> like that's, that's where you gotta, you gotta choose, bro. You gotta choose one or the other because uh, at the it. end of the day, it's if you don't, then they'll mind it. Yeah, double-minded. But like I said, you know, you know, you know, a lot of people get they get uh, confused when Jesus, yeah. you know, when Jesus said it is finished, or when Jesus says, "Father, why have you forsaken me?" Hmm. People get confused. Like, how come? How come? Why did God leave him? Because the Bible says that God can't look at sin. Yeah, that's why He had to turn away from the Son, hmm. because God the Father can't look at sin. Yeah. So if you're, you know, the, if you're listening and you're thinking, maybe I can still do that and do this, serve sin and still live with Christ. God's not looking at the sin. Yeah. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to see sin. That's why yeah. he came and died for the sin. Yeah, 100%, bro. For me, when I look at it, you know, because I, I struggled with that a lot when I was mm. younger. Yeah, man. But when I, you know, what revelation hit me was that especially, you know, God doesn't look at sin, but also was the fact that when you continue to live in sin, you're saying to Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross, but no thank yeah. you. Yeah, wow. So you're pretty much slapping him in the face <laughs> and telling oh, him man. to come and telling him to come down from heaven again and do it again. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's why, well. you know, like you said, when you're double-minded, and, you know, the scriptures are there to guide us. That God didn't just say, give him a book so it can be boring to read. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of people spend a lot of time searching the internet, searching Instagram, searching Facebook, spend one or two minutes reading the Bible and say, oh, it's too confusing. <laughs> Good things take time. Yeah, no, legit, bro. Good things take time. 100%, Like I bro. said, habits. I said habits. You don't build a habit by doing it once. You build it by yeah. doing it over a period of three months. Yeah, well. So if you want to be great, if you want to do things with your life, and I'm not saying if you want to be, you know, John Aloma of Rugby League or Rugby <laughs> Union. Yeah, yeah. Because everyone has got their lane and everyone is great in their own unique way. Yeah. That's why the thing, the fingerprint, everyone has got their, one, uh, their own. Mm. There's not the same fingerprint on the face of the earth. Everyone has yeah, got well. their own unique fingerprint. That's why mm-hmm. the police, when they check your fingerprint, it will only go trace back to one person. Yeah. Even identical twins, they have different mm-hmm. fingerprints. Mm-hmm. So that means you have, you, you know, that's what I said before, you know, if people are looking to the side. Or, you know, people live when they see him, oh, he's sinning, but he's still succeeding. So I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just that double minded, eh? Double minded. Double minded, man. man. I mean, yeah. that, that can't be the, you know, the headline for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Living a life out of um, being double minded. <laughs> double minded. Oh, man. But, but yeah, man, it just depends on, you know, like, like for you, Josh, you know, doing mm. this podcast. Yeah. You know, it, it's bold stepping out, sharing the knowledge that you have. Yeah. Because, you know, people people don't watch because you have nice clothes. People don't watch because mm. you have nice cars. People watch mm. excellence. Yeah. So, you know, for people out there, you know, for listen, if you want to, you know, if you're listening, don't, don't focus on doing so much. Mm. Focus on being before. Yeah, come focus, on. F- focus on fixing yourself. Yeah, come on, man. If, before you can go out there and add your five cents and try to fix someone else. <laughs> Be excellent. It's true, man. You know, you know, be excellent in doing you. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people say, "Oh, I'm doing me," but they don't even know who they are. <laughs> oh man! So how, so how it's are you true, doing bro. It's like, true. I'm doing me. I'm doing me, but they look exactly like their friend next to them. Yeah, yeah, legit, legit, man. No, you gotta do you by figuring out, by you know, by knowing the passions. What's your passion, mm. and yeah. what's your vision, and how you're gonna on. execute it. Yeah. You know, it, it takes, like I said, it takes time. Like Jesus didn't come Good out of Mary. Good things take time. I love it. Good things take time. You know, Jesus Christ, he didn't come out of the mum's, he, he didn't come out of Mary, Mary's room and walk straight to the cross. Mm. He did it. He took him 30 years of process. Oh, bro. If God has to go through process, how much yeah, more man. he's created, He crea- his creations. But it's crazy you said that, bro, because it's like he 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 lived 30, he had 30 years of um you know, preparing himself, and you only had three, and you only had three years of ministry, bro. Three. Years. How crazy is that, bro? He, of the thirty years that he had, it was only three years, and then that was it for him. Like he's still going now, right? But in terms of the actual physical yeah. uh, ministry, like he only took him three years three of that years, work. Bro. But people don't realize eh, that it took him thirty years of preparation mm. for him to get to that point. 
So it's like if that's Jesus, right, and he's the example, <laughs> then um, I'm I'm guessing that that's the same thing that we've got to do. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we have to go through that too. Uh, I don't feel like we're gonna get there um, overnight. Like there's gonna be some sort of process. And I love that you mentioned, bro, that good things takes like you know good things take time. Yeah. Because you look at anything, even like, bro, I was going to touch, I want to touch base quickly about, um, you know, like your relationship because I, I can see God in it, bro. Like I can, yeah. I can, I can see it. And this is me just looking from what I see. Uh, mm. I don't know the full story on exactly, you know, the, the flaws and, and the, you know, the low lights that you guys went through, but uh, I can see that God's in it. And yeah. I look at things, right? Good things take time. And I can see yeah. that in your relationship. And I, I personally, just on on the way that me and my partner like met up like we we took our time you know we took mm. our time we got to know each other and um you know from there we're just like i see like we're getting to dating stage but like uh i'm just looking at it i'm like there's a lot of people out there that are that are living a life of a lie you know they're being yeah. like they're living uh in in a in a space of delusionalness like they're just being delusional thinking that oh i only date them for like I'll date them for a month and then we'll get in. I was like, no, nah, bro, take time, man. Like, mm. take your time on it because, you know, the more that you're patient on it, then, um, you know, the better it's going to be. But obviously, yeah, don't wait too long. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you've only got one life to live, bro. That's it. <laughs> on this earth. one life to live, bro. Only one. Yeah, man. A second chance. I mean, for us, my wife and I, you know, what we did in the beginning, we watched a lot of teaching on marriage. Oh, come on, bro. Come on, man. Um, you know, so we, we, we kind of, we wanted to learn how to play our roles. Yeah. Me as a husband and my wife as a wife. Yeah. As a woman, you know, uh, not, not just, you know, a worship leader, mm. but someone that, you know, someone that, that God wants you to play your role, you know. So we, we, we listen to teaching on marriages. Yeah. And what we did was we highlighted the things that, you know, what you I asked her, what can you see that you want me to work on? Mm. Oh, because remember, there's two different cultures. There's a culture clash as well. Yeah, there's already culture clashes happening. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I have two, you know, I have the Aussie and then I have the Islander. Mm. And then she's just got the French, pure French, born and raised yeah. here. So then that was the culture clash. So we just had to highlight certain things in our lives that we know ourselves we needed to work on. Yeah. Before pointing out to that one, maybe, you know, maybe, you know, suggesting yeah. maybe you can try this, maybe you can try that. Yeah. So it's always highlighting yourself. Like I said, it's always pointing the finger to yourself first. Mm. What do you feel like you can do to be a better man? And because, like I said, you know yourself the best. <laughs> honestly, and if you're man. honest... Yeah, if you're honest, if you're honest, then you're yeah. able to work it out. If you're mm -hmm. not honest, then you're always going to, you know, find out things that you never thought of. <laughs> you're like, hey! Yeah. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I'm guessing, yeah, bro, I'm so guessing, I'm guessing for you, man, like, I, I've spoken to a few of my mates um, that I married, and and one of the things they've mentioned is like, oh, I, I should have known more about myself then mm. because I'm learning a lot about myself now. Yeah, being yeah. married to another woman 100%. and I'm like far out I'm like bro tell me more like in my mind I'm so, like tell me more you know <laughs> one thing Miles Monroe said is before you get married think 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 to yourself would you marry you yes 
<laughs> great question, man. That's a great question. Because if you can't marry yourself, then you can think. You can know the answer. You're not ready to get married. Hundred percent, bro. So yeah, man. So this, you know, for for people out there, and like yep. for you as well, Josh. Yeah, man. Think, like I said, look inside first. You know, yeah. people are too too busy looking outside, but never look inside. Yeah. To check what they need to build, to check what they need to work out, to check what they need to take out. Yeah. Instead of getting oh one piece from you, yeah, one piece from you, yeah, that's all good. Now I'm doing yeah, yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. And I, and I, and it's like oh, then you ask the question oh, how's me going? <laughs> yeah, how's me going? Yeah, but she's, she's it's actually changing, you know, and then <laughs> it's going, <laughs> it's going. Yeah. So. Oh man! I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not a marriage expert. I'm not a counselor or anything like yep, that. Yep. You know, I've only been married for about a year and a half, almost two years. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's something, like I said, you know, from your position mm. um, and my position is, you know, before you want to get married, before you're thinking of getting married, don't think is your partner ready. Look at yourself. Are you ready? Mm. Oh. Would you Would you marry yourself? Come on, man. And then you can answer the question and continue your journey. Yeah. And sorting out your spouse. No, legit, man. Like, cause, yeah, man. I just, I just look at you guys, and uh, I see what you're doing in in the church, uh, and and not just within the church. Hey, I ju- I just see like your lifestyle, the lifestyle that you guys are living. You know, your mm. your, your wife is working, being being a midwife, and then you're here talking to me right now. <laughs> you know, yeah. and like I'm looking, at them, I'm like, man, there, there must have been something that you guys had done um, mm. to to make you guys uh, to. To actually have you guys where you like where you guys are right now, like yeah, yeah, I just, I just look at it right, like in in any story or even just in any like in any person's like autobiography, there's usually that one thing that actually makes them become who they are now. So it's like yeah. I always see there's always like that climax moment, like there's always that choice, there's a choice that they've made, um, in their yeah. life. And so, is there is there any point in your life, um, like with your wife now, um? That that you like there was that one decision that you made that you you knew straight away that if I if I had not made that decision, uh, I wouldn't be the person that I am now. Is it is it like a decision yeah. that you had made, or was it something that you were pondering on, um, you know, before that if you had made the the wrong decision, uh, you wouldn't mm-hmm. be where you're at now. Yeah, uh, the biggest decision we made was to base our life on a solid foundation. Come on, bro. So, so the the Bible says that Jesus Christ is the foundation, and then mm-hmm. you build on top. Come on, man. And and I'm not saying this for everyone that plays rugby to quit and go chuck your boots, hang your boots up, and go mm. go and do serving ministry. No, everyone has got a different calling. Everyone yep. know, has a specific call. And for Come me, on. that was the challenge: was to yeah. leave rugby league, to retire, mm. and to to be focused purely on ministry because I believe this is the place that God has called me to be in. Yeah. So, so this decision, it wasn't the, you know, it wasn't the retirement from rugby league. That wasn't the big decision. The decision was our relationship is going to be founded on Jesus Christ. Come on. Yeah, man. So, so that was the big, you know, the big point, the changing point. And it's helped us, it's helped us a lot. Like in our faith, it's made us grow, not dramatically. Yeah. But it's, we're making progression, uh, progression in the spirit. And then, you know, we, we build on that, you know, with our prayer life with our, you know, study life. And then, you know, we are where we are. Like people look from the outside in 
and think that man they they were polished but we can look from the inside out and be like this is without us we've had the you know cooperation of us and god come on man they won't be you know they won't be <laughs> the the influence you know that we are having you know many people because i have a youtube channel yep. and there's many young islanders many young islanders that message me and ask questions mm. and the 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 first thing that i i did you know when when we were thinking about going you know doing the channel yep. was like what's the purpose behind it who yes. do you want to reach like Love you it, you said you said that you know people are too busy trying to trying to reach the millions and forgetting the one mm. Yeah, man. Everything is everything based on the Bible because this is like a parable from the 99. Mm-hmm. Jesus leaves the 99 and goes after the one. And yep. then even for, 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 for us, you know, everyone, you should just leave, you know, the big polished lifestyle and just go for the inner working. Yeah, come on. What are you going to, every time when you face a trial, what's, what are you going to go back to? Yeah. I think that that's... You know that that's what held us strong is when we hit mm. a you know when we hit a brick wall. Okay, what's what's the solid foundation? Oh, Jesus Christ! Okay, what what does Jesus Christ mean? That's why it's important to understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. People just say Jesus' name, Jesus' name, but nothing <laughs> happened because there's, you know what? Like to I don't know how long we're going for, but it's all right, bro. It's all good. Let's go. Keep going. Like, we go. Faith. What is faith? Mm. Faith is the accumulation of information. Mm. So when we hit a trial, it's how much you know will get yep. you past this. Come on, if man! If you don't know, you, you can't just get there and be like, "I have faith." Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the thing You've got to have something, man. You've got to have something. Yeah, hundred percent, bro. That's why it's important. That's why it's important. That's why our channel is called Inside Out. Yeah, come on, man. Work on the inside. Come on, bro. So then, when you come out, you have something to bring. Yeah. You man. have you. You'll come with force. You know, you won't look anorexic to the devil. <laughs> <laughs> you actually have some meat, man. You have some meat. So what? Like so that, that's what got us through yep. certain stages and, and, and made it easier to make decisions in life. Yeah, man. Like uh, a lot of people say, you know, do you miss rugby? My family, my, my dad was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> typical, very typical, man. Don't do it. Because <laughs> like in France, that was my salary. Yeah, well. So so I gave up. Like people would say, oh, he gave up his salary. Oh, such a sacrifice. <laughs> for, for me, this wasn't the big one. You know, mm. giving up money. You know, like, there's even more miracles that we can go into, you know, yeah, even yeah. us being here. Yeah, man. Having, having this apartment, there's, there's many, many, many things. But, when, <laughs> wow. but when, when you step out, then God, will, you're forcing God to do something. If yeah, you, if you stay in your comfort zone, God is like, oh, he's just watching. <laughs> no, yeah, man. So the one thing you know the that really helped us was to watch the solid foundation. When we hit a brick wall, what are we going to go back to? Come on, bro. We, Come on. When man. we have a when we have a question, what are we going to go back to? So the most 100%. important thing is to build yourself with the right information. Yeah, man. Like everything what we talked about is all linked in. We're double-minded because we don't have one information or one thing that we listen to. We have many. We have many we have thoughts. Yeah. Too many. You know You know that yeah, saying, man. jack of all trades, master of none? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too many people's touching, touching here, touching there. Yeah, they want to get everything, bro. <laughs> 
Yeah, man. Jesus, every time Jesus said, everyone asked him, how do you do what you do? You know, mm. Jesus kept saying, it's the Father. It's the Father bro. that is in me. Yeah. It is the Father in heaven. See, he had one source. Mm-hmm. So God wants us to rely on him as the source and everything. Yeah, come on, bro. Trust me. Trust me, everything will work out for your good because you love yeah. him. So that's, you know, that's that's what we did. We looked at, you know, our situation, but yep. we said, God, if God is good, he will do something. Yeah. So then we we put him down. You know, we, we trusted God that he's our source. We trusted him as our solid foundation. And then we yep. moved from there. Yeah, man. We didn't move before and then start declaring God is our source. No, we, yeah. we said it. We established that first in our hearts and then we made the move and oh, then man. you know when we when we start speaking then you wonder why we're we having such an influence it's because we're yeah. walking in god's will we're walking in his order yeah man wow. jesus man <laughs> it's amazing bro that's amazing testimony about you that you're sharing man because like that's inspiring me um it's inspiring me by the story that you're sharing but it's not just inspiring me but it's it's giving me confirmation it's given me confirmation that what I did in my relationship um, was the best decision that I, I, I that I had made. You know, setting that solid foundation from the start. Uh, I'm looking at like my relationship. I've been with my partner for a year and a half now, and um, but it's been the best thing a eh, for me. Like, and it was the good thing is I I, I, I waited on it. Like it, I waited for a whole year. Um, wow. You know, just talking, spending time with each other, really getting to know each other. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? And actually asking us like ourselves the questions, and like the actual real question was, are we ready? Like, are we even ready to date? Let alone get to that marriage stage. Like, yeah. are you ready to see the real side of me? Like, uh, and like, am I really? Like, am I ready to see the real side of you? I'm like, ah. Oh. At the moment, no. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I went through that process, you know. I went through yeah. that uh, preparation stage and I'm looking at my life, man, and like I'm loving it, bro. And you know what, man, the one thing that I wanted to ask and um, we'll probably finish off on this. Yeah, uh, I wanted sure. to, like, I wanted to, uh, yeah, I wanted to ask about, you know, your partner. Not really talk about her, but talk about how important it is to have your, your wife with you because, mm. well, you know, I'm looking at my life, I'm like, people don't realize that I'm not the man that I am, but like without my mom, mm. you know, you know, looking after me, um, you know, through, through my, you know, through the early childhood stage to the young adult, our uh, young adults, the, the, like the youth stage, you know, mm. going to school and stuff. And then I'm coming to a point now where uh, I've got both my mom and uh, my partner with me. And I'm looking at that now. I'm like, like my partner is probably the, my backbone at the moment. Um, you know, she's my go-to. I go to her. I still go to my mom now, but I'm coming to a stage now where it's like, like she, like I always go to her. I always go to her and say, you know, I'm going through this, and people don't realize that I am not the man that I am now without like her beside me and looking mm. after me and tending for me. And so, like, um, the question I want to ask you, man, is is how important is it to to have a a a strong uh, a strong woman uh, in in your life? And, and like you know, more specifically, your wife. It's, uh, it's very important, you know. The when we got married, the the verse was, you know, it's two is better than one. Come on, man. But you can only be one when you're thinking the same. Yeah. You can only think the same when there's direct communication. Yeah. So when you can be direct with each other. And then, you know, I'm not saying it's going to be perfect, but I'm saying that there's going to be, you know, there's going to be progression. Yeah. So 
this is what number one is for like a woman that is understanding. Mm. You know, you can read Proverbs 30, Proverbs 31, it'll give you a great description of what a woman oh, is. Woman. Yep. Um, but for, for me as a man is to one thing you need to do as a young man or whatever age you're, you're listening yep. is to understand how important a woman is. Mm. To respect a woman, you've got to understand why God made a woman. Yeah. And to, you know, the important role that women has played in throughout history is vital. Mm. Without this understanding, that you, you will misuse them. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, Mary, for example, the mother of Jesus, she carried, a woman carried the agenda of God in her. Yeah, well. So, so when I think about that, that's, I can have respect for my wife. Mm. Because that's how much God thinks of women. Yeah. So for me, the perspective I always come for is, like I said, that my solid foundation is Jesus Christ. So I want to yeah. see everything, Jesus' perspective, God's perspective, his yeah. point of view of what he thinks of a man <clears throat> and a woman. Yeah. And if he thinks that a woman is so trustworthy that he can put the agenda, his own agenda in her, then you should do the same. Oh, 100%. And he man. also said to the man to love your wife as Jesus Christ loves the church. Mm. So, mm. you know, that, you know, is to understand, come to an understanding of who, what is a woman, not not just specifically your wife, but what is a woman. Yeah. When you, when you come to an understanding of what a woman is, the woman that God gives you or the woman that you choose for yourself will be the one yeah. because you have that respect first. Yeah, man. So that's one thing that we have come to understand. For my wife to understand the role of a man. And the position, yeah. and to stay in that position, mm. and not misuse that position, and for the woman to understand her position, and for the man to understand why God made the woman, yeah. Then you can stay there. You know, the divorce right here in France, culturally, it's over the roof. <laughs> really, it's over the roof. Wow. But I said this is one thing. I said to my wife, you know, this this culture. You know, this barrier, this curse, with us, we can be an example. We can be a Come testimony on, for many Come people on. that will look into our marriages and be like, but she's French or he's yeah. Tongan, you know. Maybe they did it for the papers. <laughs> <laughs> to get out. <laughs> to get out. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah, man. So when we looked at it, I'm said, uh, I said to her, "We're gonna be a, this is going to be a testimony because in France, the culture... Is that, oh, this woman, when I'm tired of her towel. Yeah. You know? So, and I was pretty surprised that in New Zealand as well, it's pretty high as well, divorce mm. rate. But uh, all I know is that the divorce happens on lack of knowledge. The Bible says, I'll finish with that. The Bible says yep. that people perish. Mm. People are destroyed because of the lack of knowledge. Mm. Not because God is not strong enough or the devil is too powerful. It's because yeah. they lack knowledge. And mm. and when he said that, it wasn't to a specific area. It was to all areas of life. Yeah, man. Your marriage individually, as a family, as a church, as you know, a young entrepreneur. If you lack knowledge, you won't go far. Oh, man. That's why it's so important to build yourself first before you go yeah. out. Yeah. Come on, man. And to get the right information. And to put yourself, yeah. surround yourself with the right people. 
if you start off with just you and your wife or you and your parents, mm. that's the start that God gave you to be grateful. Instead of looking at someone and be like, but he has this, she has that, yada, yada, yada. No, no. Start with where you are and God will take you to where he wants you to be. Yeah. Uh, true, man. But ah. yeah, that's why it's important to, to have a, you know, <laughs> a woman first respect her by gaining knowledge of what a woman is, what God thinks mm. of a woman and how important he thinks they are. Yeah, wow. In G- what? Yeah, man. That's crazy, bro. Bro, I, I really enjoyed this podcast, bro. Like, I'm going to enjoy it when I listen over it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a pleasure. Like I said, it's a pleasure, man. And, uh, you know, thank God for what you're doing. You know, if you touch one life, it's more than enough. Oh, but bro. I pray, I pray, you know, my prayers for, for you, many islanders like yourself. Mm. Mm-hmm. Many of our youth, you know, that's my passion. Many of our youth to step out of the yeah. comfort zone and do what they believe that God has called them to do. And you know, appreciate what you do, Josh. And you know, thank you once again for having me on. Well, I appreciate you jumping on board, especially knowing that it's nine thirty over there. You could be doing something else, but you chase a jump Haven't on, man. Haven't even the teeth. Nah, I would have been speaking like this. Hey, hey, it's good. It's good. Hey, it's good that we're not in it. You know, we're not actually physically doing it. Lucky we have this Zoom thing going on. <laughs> no mask. No. <laughs> but hey, man. Before before we wrap up, man, is there anything that you want to encourage anyone out there? Um, you know, we've spoken um, a lot about a lot of things. But is there anything that you want to share before we actually conclude this whole this whole uh, segment that we've we've had? You know, like I said, find your passion. And then when you find your passion, have a vision of what you want to do with your life. Mm. And then, you know, go out to executing it. Yeah. And all this can happen when you have the right information. For me, I trust and believe that Jesus Christ is my source and mm-hmm. he's my solid foundation. So, I, you know. <laughs> oh. It's all good, I bro. Think, yeah, so for, for me. <laughs> For me, my life wouldn't have been or is not what it is without Jesus Christ. Come on, man. So I guess, you know, for me, I'm only one testimony of what Jesus can do. So if you, you know, if you're out there, if you're listening, I encourage you Mm -hmm. to accept Jesus Christ into your life. (laughs) Without him, you can go nowhere. No, man. Legit, bro. Legit changed my life, man. Mm. accepting him in so 100% bro oh man but I really enjoyed this day <laughs> 100% man and, and I guess oh, that's man. the only for me without this I wouldn't be able to say without Jesus Christ I wouldn't be able to say I wouldn't have the, the knowledge I wouldn't have the, the drive the passion or be able to execute without him so it would be yeah. wrong of me to be like give my own feedback or what would mm. I say what Jesus will do is that he will say, would you want to receive me? Mm. Do you want to receive him into your life? Because yeah. that is the greatest miracle. Oh, man. So you can do that if you want to receive <laughs> Jesus Christ. You can ask yeah, Josh on, how you can do that. or you can. Yeah, let me know, man. Uh, yeah, 100%. Connect, connect through me. Um, I'll, I'll look after you. Um, yeah. Anyone out there. Anyone out, if you want any questions... Um, where, where can they go, bro? Where, where, where can they go to, um, you know, learn more about you and connect with you? Uh, we're on, we're on Facebook. Yep. Uh, the, uh, we have a Facebook page called Inside Out. Yep. Uh, 
I'm on uh, we're on we're on Instagram as well. Yep. Uh, with S M Tanginoa. Yep. Uh, and we're on YouTube, and YouTube is signed Miriam Tanginoa. So if you want to go out there, listen to more wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> Not wisdom. <laughs> wisdom. Uh, yeah, so no, for sure. Yeah, yeah, sweet. So what we'll do is uh, for those that are listening, uh, just check over on our Instagram page and we'll have them um, on there. But if you are watching this on YouTube, it'll be down in the links down below. So um, we'll make sure that you guys are getting connected. But um, with that being said, I'll um, finish off with this. Barry, I just want to say um, on behalf of the team, I want to say thank you for jumping on board. I, I truly uh, honor and appreciate you, bro, for what you're doing over in France, man. Hope you're looking after yourself too with those papers. Um, you know, signing those papers to go they out. But yeah, guys, that's all we got. So, bro, I want to say thank you so much. Thank you guys for watching and, and also to those that are listening. And yeah, we'll see you guys in the next one. See you guys later.